What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Straight from the Pastor Desk, the podcast, right? I got the man of the hour once again, Pastor Jordan in the house and running theme of this podcast, right? <laughs> Amazing message. God is in control. God is in control. Let's let's start there. Um, once again, we're going through a pandemic, right? We all know that. Everybody listening to this is affected in some kind of way, right? Right. But I think... The thing that can keep us focused, motivated, and just going, in, period, is understanding that God is in control. Um, can you kind of, you know, dive into that, um, how we can stay focused on God being in control? Because right now, we all feel, like, helpless in this mm-hmm. situation. There's nothing we can do. So, I, I think, first and foremost, man, um, first and foremost, sometimes us being out of control is the best thing. Okay. So, you are look, you already <laughs> look, you already going in. Yeah, so, some sometimes us not have so I was listening to um a preacher I, that I really like, uh Dr. F. F. Bruce Williams. This is an old message though, but he was saying that, you know, in life circumstances, we are to do what we can to control the possible. Right. And allow God to control the impossible. Right. Um, and I think that after we we have exhausted all of the possible, mm-hmm. um, it makes us uh, vulnerable to a, to a state of dependency on God to step in and do the impossible. Right. Um, so so sometimes I th- I feel like sometimes God uh, God hits us uh, allows life to hit us with the rope of dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, we swing and we swing and we swing and we yeah. swing. It. And then when we finally tire out, that's when he'll step in and say, okay, now, now, let me go ahead now and that you done, this. you know, done what all you can do. Now let me go in and do what I need to right. do. And so, um, and so as it pertains to the thought that God is in control, I think that, you know, that's something that we know, but we sometimes have to be reminded of Absolutely. because, you know, we are, you know, we are going to try to do all we can, you know, in, in our circumstances. We are going to try to, you know, fix the things we can fix and control the things that we can control. But ultimately, understanding and being reminded that God is in control, sometimes God has to allow us to sort of tire ourselves out before it re-registers to us that, you know what, I don't really have anything to worry about anyway because God's in control. Right. And I wonder, sometimes I wonder, like, is it just human nature? Mm-hmm. Like, what makes us go in and out of that cycle? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I think that I think that it is a part of human nature. And I, and I mean, uh, you know, here at Abundant Faith, we talk about it all the time. You know, faith without works is dead. So you do need to do something. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? You, you're not, Absolutely. You you're not just... to just sit on your hands. Right. You know, but, but being able to find that balance between, okay, what I can do and what God can do. And that's mm-hmm. why I really like... You know, that that um, quote from Dr. Williams, because he's saying, like, you know, the only thing, literally the only thing you can do is what's possible. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So after you've exhausted all of that, then, you know, you know that that God has to has to step in and do the rest if there's anything to be done. Right. And so I guess my question here is, how do we separate or differentiate? I hope I said that right. <laughs> Look, God's in control. Right. I, need, I need to take control. This, <laughs> but... Like, because how do we separate the two? Because sometimes we hold on too long. Mm-hmm. And if we hold on too long, now we got ourselves in a bigger mess. So, so, so there, there comes that tightrope between, like, free will and God's will, right? right so, right. so 
yes, sometimes we can hold on too long and create a bigger mess, but is the is that mess too big for God to clean up? Right? So like it, it even though we might mess up in that sense, mm-hmm. God's still even in control right, right. then, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And so Cause it's nothing so, too big. Yeah, so right. so did so did we maybe go the long way around? Possibly. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But but essentially God's still in control even then. And so um, because regardless of what we do or don't do, God's will has to be done. Absolutely. You so know it still I mean? works in our favor. It still works in your mm-hmm. favor. And so, you know, um, that's why when Paul writes, all things work together for the good of those that love God and those that call according to his purpose. It doesn't say that everything will be good, right. but it says he'll he'll cause it to be good. Right. Right. right? So so he'll take our bad circumstances mm-hmm. and turn them into Positives. They don't. They don't necessarily have to start off that way. Right. And so sometimes we can be the ones to make our situations negative. Right. Yeah, so, absolutely. But even still, God's, God's in control. So, so it's almost like a learning point mm-hmm. because when you do hold on too long or you do try to fix it, then that's when you learn like how to give up that control. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, I th- I think that's very hard for a lot of us um, because. The problem, we could see the problem. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We can't see what God's going to do. Well, we can see the problem. And it's just like, well, let me go ahead and do this and do that. But even then, I think that God shows us, shows that he's in control. If we can first go to him and pray about the situation or mm-hmm. go to ask for the steps mm-hmm. um, on what to do. And this kind of segues into what you were saying earlier about God is the God of our problems. Mm-hmm. Right? Can you kind of break that down? Because we have to... we. We have to let God be God in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we will take control before we even talk to God. So God being the God of our problems, we need to bring that problem to God first. So in the, in the, in the text of the sermon, you know, David, we, we started in verse 8. There's only 13 verses in that division. We started at verse 8, but we read some of the, you know, verses 1 through 7. And David is talking about some of his issues. But what he, what he, even in inventing his issues, he comes back to the thought that, you know what, God, you already know. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You already know. And, 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 and you know how I really feel about it. Right. You know what I mean? Because we'll hit you with the, you know, I'm blessed and highly favored, too blessed to be stressed. Yeah. I don't know. We'll hit you with that. With the internal. But God knows how you really yeah. feel about it. God knows. Yeah. You know, you scared that you scared that you hurt that you you know frustrated. Mm-hmm. He knows all of that, and so when when I say that he's got over our problems, it it's okay because we're facing an issue. Is God any less God? Right. That that's the that's the the thought that um that comes to mind for me. It's just like you know what, like God, even in my problems, you're still who you are. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You you, you haven't changed. Right. You know, so my circumstance may have changed, but you haven't. So, so even in my problems, you're still God. So I got a question for you. Why do you think that God, not that he waits for us to bring it to him, but mm-hmm. kind of to your point, what you're saying, it's like, if we, I, I don't know, does, do you feel like God waits for us to bring it to him? Because he does know what we're thinking and what we're dealing with, but sometimes he'll just let us yeah, do but, our thing until... But, but sometimes, so to answer your question, sometimes yes. And sometimes that's a matter of us showing humility. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a matter of us showing our vulnerability. You know what I mean? Like, like, if you think about it in terms of, like, if you think of life circumstances and you think about them in terms of testimony, 
How does how how different are these two testimonies? Same situation. One testimony. I mean, I was just sitting there and God just stepped in and, right. and did what he did versus, you know what? I was sitting there. I had done all I could do. And I realized that I couldn't do anything else. So I call on the name of the father and he comes to my rescue. So when you when you think of it in terms of a testimony, which is going to be more effective? Right. Right. If if because God could just step in and just block everything or, you know, pull you. But but then that creates a false reality of what Christian living is. You see what I'm saying? And so, you know, and then like like I just mentioned that tightrope between free will and God's will. You know what I'm saying? So so there are some circumstances where God says, I need you to submit to my will before I do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I need you to I need you to submit to my will because truth be told, a lot of the times when we surrender, like it's not audible. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot a lot of our surrender, yeah, a lot of it's it's not audible, it's a heart thing. And yeah. so, you know, you, you just kind of begin to pour out your heart to God. And he begins to step in and, and manipulate and change and, you know, improve or whatever he's right. doing. Um, so, so yes, he waits sometimes, you know what I mean? But, but, but then you also have to think about the fact that look how much stuff God is protecting you from that you didn't even know was an issue. Yeah. So right? there's two different. So, it, yeah, so there's, yeah. there's a flip side to the coin yeah. and there's more of those things than there are of things that God yeah. is just waiting on you Absolutely. to say something about. So I think of that as like a parent. Uh-huh. Right, because as parents, we protect our kids from things that they don't even know mm-hmm. is dangerous. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes when they have an issue, maybe putting their clothes on, because mm-hmm. we got younger kids, yeah, right? Yeah. Putting their clothes on or then doing that. You might then, wait for them. To, yeah, you're going to yeah. wait for them. You can let them, like sometimes <laughs> with like Emery, especially, right? Uh-huh. My daughter, because she's like me, like she's not, she's going to try to fix things before she asks about she any like, exhaust all options, bruh, yeah. Like she was like, no, don't help. Like, yeah. don't help until it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. I need help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think in that, and you said it, we got to change our thinking, mm-hmm. right? We got to change our thinking in that aspect to say, it's a, I think it's okay, right? And correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's okay for us to try mm-hmm. to fix things. Like you said, there's certain things that's in our hands. Mm-hmm. But we have to know when to be like, all right, God, I'm giving up control, even if we got a solution. Yeah. Because we need to know if that's the right solution. Um, can you talk about a time in your life where you had to like kind of switch that thinking because maybe you did have the situation under control, but you didn't know how to work it out the best way or the God way. Well, yeah. So, so I think for me, like a, like a reoccurring theme in my life is, is not even that, you know, I didn't know the best way the, the, what's a reoccurring theme in my life is that, um, because, because I'm a planner, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, I can create processes and, and, and things like that. Yep. And, and so, and so in, in doing that, you try to foresee all possible obstacles, mm. right? And then it's like, okay, so we've prepared as much as possible. Right. And something that we didn't think about comes. Comes up, yeah. Or something completely out of our control. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if, we're, if we're live streaming the service and with this being virtual and there being no congregation physically right. and we're live streaming the service and lightning strikes and the power goes out. What can we, <laughs> nothing you could do about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now, now has God afforded now, now, now in those situations, it's like, I don't care how much you prep and plan. 
you you can't account for that. That like that's yeah. that just is what it is. Now, we've been afforded some other things where where God will say, okay, you couldn't have planned for that, but let's use what you got. Okay, you can use cell phones, you can use hotspot for internet. You know what I mean? Like all of these different avenues and stuff. And so so he'll still make a way because he's still in control, Absolutely. right? But but you planned for everything that you could control. But that doesn't stop things from happening that you can't. And so that's, that's kind of one of those reoccurring themes in my life is that, like, being a planner, you, you try to prepare for all possible outcomes until something comes out that you didn't or couldn't plan for. Absolutely. Um, and so... And that kind of speaks to the time that we in right now. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you had... And, and I think it's important to say this because a lot of us had things that we wanted to accomplish and we was on track. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some things we were doing in the church, we was on track yeah. and then boom. Uh-huh. But at the same time, God is still in control. He got another way for us to, you know what I'm saying? He That's kept true. all of it, man. I've been so grateful though. I ain't never been this grateful in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've, I've always conscious, well not always, let me I'm not say always, but I've made a conscious attempt to when I first wake up, find things to be grateful. I mean, Besides the, the regular, I'm alive, right, right, right. you know, but I just look, look, my toes working, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. my fingers working, but during this time, bro, we were just talking about this before, it's like, you almost get this survival's guilt, and I'm like, God, you allow everybody who's a part of this plan, like, that needs to be here, here, like, Zach is on the drums. He's still healthy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no telling how many times he's been exposed. Right. You know, uh, Zoe is still on the piano. You still able to preach. I ain't heard you coughing or sneezing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm still able to come in here. And all of us have been exposed to it, I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even though we're in that time of uncertainty, God is still in control, right? And I think another segue. Look, I'm coming to segue <laughs> king on this bad boy. I'm coming to segue king. God is still the God of his promises, right? Mm-hmm. Of or how, uh, how did you word that? The God, the God of promise. The God of promise. So yeah. God is the God of promise. It's funny because I was listening to a sermon like a couple weeks back, mm-hmm. and the pastor said something about like there's like three thousand five hundred and sixty something promises mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of speak to that? What you meant by you know God is still the God. So of our, so of yeah. So he's the God of promise, which. Um, now having this conversation, I wish I would have went into this a little bit more in the message, but... Hey, that's why we're here. Hey, that's why God, we're here. God's will be done. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, so, and you've heard me teach this before, mm-hmm. that when God speaks, things immediately change. Mm-hmm. So, so, with that being said, if things change immediately, even though I don't see it yet, they've already happened, we just have to catch up to yep. it, right? Yep. So, if that happens every time God speaks then that means that everything he says absolutely 1000% has to come true. So essentially everything he says is a promise. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So 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 he's not he's not the god of a promise. He's he's the god of promise. Like it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And so and so if he says anything to us or about us, it's true. Yeah. Right. So. So in my weakest moments, in my darkest moments, I can look at anything God has said in scripture. I can look at anything God has spoken to me directly and stand on that promise because it's literally already happened. Yep. And I think sometimes because that's the that's one of the hardest things. Mm -hmm. Right. Because like, God, you didn't show me this. but Now my bills are behind. Mm -hmm. Like, man, you already kind of know this story. But like, I remember. 
when we first started our business last year, mm -hmm. we lost a big chunk of money mm -hmm. in the beginning. Like, I'm like, all right, God, I know you showed me this, <laughs> yeah. though. Like, yeah. now I'm looking stupid. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking completely stupid. Like, I'm talking to my wife, and I'm like, yo, we going to do this, 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 and this. And now she's looking like, uh... <laughs> Where that money is, right, exactly. right? And now we behind three months on the mortgage. This yeah. happened and that happened. And I'm like, yo, God, did I see something wrong? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But every single time God reminded me, yo, I'm still in control. Yeah. Like now you can go somewhere in your mind and, and, and create the bigger problem, right? Exactly. And not even see what I'm doing. Or you can trust me. And then you know what happened later, right? Like... I don't want to go too deep into the yeah. story because it would take five minutes, right? But we ended up having money put to the side that we forgot, totally forgot about. And it was the exact amount that we had lost. Yeah. The exact amount. Yeah. Now, some people might just say, well, you, you did that because you put this money to this. Listen, I would have never known that money was there. To this day, I would have never known if God didn't send that mail through the, through the you know what I mean? Yeah. So God is always going to keep his promise. Are you going to keep your promise to God, and you kind of said that mm -hmm. today, you know, like, are you going to keep, because you talk, we, we make these agreements with God, and I, mm -hmm. sometimes we don't say it out loud, like you said, mm -hmm. but we make these agreements with God, God, um, I'm going I'm to walk with you on this mm -hmm. journey, right, mm -hmm. but when it get hard, you like, all right, I don't know, yeah. you know what I'm saying, are you going to keep your promises, um, man, that's, so, 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 okay, so, and, and I'm only going to bring this up because you've shared this portion of your testimony before but like when you when you talk about you know god god is the god of promise yeah. now how are we going to handle our end right um we were doing an outreach mission mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and because of things you had going on like your lights was cut off man look <laughs> even listen we're we're literally i don't know if y'all really know this but like we're literally family like like not just like Absolutely. like we're literally family, and Absolutely. so um, me being your relative and your pastor, like I didn't even know, right? And and but but really that was a blessing because it was like you were leading this outreach initiative, mm -hmm. blessing people who we consider to be less fortunate, and you and your family were without, and you served with the same vigor. The same tenacity, the same enthusiasm to where nobody even knew that it was an issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then as soon as you got home, that situation was, was taken fixed. care of. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And so, so, as, so here's the thing. When you talk about having your issues and your problems and things like that, again, what you should be worried about is what you can control. Absolutely. What you could control in that moment was I signed up to do this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep focusing on what I can control and whatever else is going to happen. Yeah. God going to have to take I mean, care it's of it. It's already there now. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying? And so, Absolutely. and so if we, if we continue to stay faithful, man, if we can continue. And, and when I say faithful, I mean, just like faithful to the plan of God over your life, man, just continue. If he's ordering your steps, like all you got to do is take the step. Like, don't man. worry about yeah. all the other stuff that's happening. Outside like, he, noise. Yeah. You, you can't, it's nothing but a distraction. Right. And so the enemy will throw all of these things at you, you know, to create these distractions to keep you from taking that next step. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Man, and we about to wrap this up. But <laughs> like in that moment, man, I remember like having that conversation because I mean, so many different things going on in your mind and you had these moments where you may break down or whatever. Because mm -hmm. I mean, probably that morning I probably was like, God, 
You know what I mean? Like, like, like I don't know if I could do, but it, it was came one of those things. Like, are you committed? Mm-hmm. Are you committed? It's almost like getting married, like sickness and health. So, are you committed? Because I'm not only okay. It's it's two glories to God in that situation, right? Not only am I going to get the glory from the testimony, I'm going to get the glory for what we did. Because when we went out there, we exceeded what we expect. Man, it was so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like y'all just don't know, but it was crazy. Like, first lady talked about it during the anniversary, right? It was crazy how God just used us. We, we planned to do a couple people. Man, everybody came out the woodwork. Yeah. We had enough. We was able to bless a shelter. Like, yeah. so many different things came from that. And it's all glory to God, you mm-hmm. know? But I guess the question that I want to ask to everybody is, like, are you committed? Mm-hmm. Because God's committed to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you committed? Um, I wrote something down as we close, man. I don't want to, you know, we, you know, our wives, about to, <laughs> our wives is, is going to hit us up in a second. But I want to remind everybody that the thing that you laid out today... Right. And go back and listen to the sermon. It all centered around that we're going to come out of this thing better. Mm -hmm. And what we just talked about being committed no matter what. These are steps to come out better. Um, Do you have anything like just closing as far as like we all dealing with this thing? It looks like it's we can almost see the finish line now. But how can we come out of this better and not worse or not in the wrong, you know, mindset? I I mean, I I think that I think that it it all has to do with. With your commitment, absolutely. You know, um, if you choose to give up in these moments, you'll get back. I mean, the Bible says that you reap what you sow. Right. You'll you'll get back what you put out. So if you if you're halfway in, halfway out, if you're you know giving up, if you're jumping ship, whatever the case may be, you know, um, if you think about you know in the Book of Acts and Paul uh, when they get shipwrecked, and 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 initially they were you know throwing valuable things overboard and people jumping and stuff and Paul's like no don't don't jump off the ship and he says because because I know what God has spoken over my life so I know we gotta make it so if y'all stay close to me y'all will make it too and so and so if you stay committed to to the journey um the ship might be falling apart up under you uh but God will make sure you have enough pieces if you read the text you have enough pieces that you can grab on and get to the shore and so uh, and when you when you get to the shore, uh, you'll get there with a testimony. You'll get there strengthened. You'll get there encouraged, uh, and you'll get there knowing that if God brought you out of that, He can bring you out of this, and if He brings you out of this, He can bring you out of the next. Man, that listen, that's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it. But I think we all need to. If you don't get nothing else, what Pastor just said, when God gives sets out a plan for you, sets out a path for you, you have to win. Mm-hmm. You may like you gonna go through some stuff, mm-hmm. but you have to win. And listen. We coming out of this thing better. We we coming out of this thing with the victory, right? But listen, the next couple of weeks, we still going to be on live. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you tune in every Wednesday for Bible study, 7 p.m., right? We live on YouTube, Facebook. Facebook. We going to be on the podcast. Like, we, we going to get this message to you one way or another. And then don't forget, Sundays, Sundays, 10 a.m., once again, YouTube, once again, Facebook. And the following day, we'll be on the podcast. Listen, y'all, we love you. 